0: Hi, I'm Calista. And I'm Allison. And welcome back to I Don't Want to Talk About Politics, a show where we discuss the issues you don't want to talk about around the Thanksgiving dinner table. I hope that everyone had a great Easter slash Holy Week. Um, Jesus has risen and he, well, he's not back up in heaven yet. Like it's like, what, 30 days? Is it 50 days. Look it up right now. Resurrection. Because there's the, is it called the Pentecost
1: with the the flame? Well, that's something else. Yeah, that's 50 days.
0: 40 days. 40 days.
1: 50 is Pentecost when the
0: Holy Spirit comes down. All right, well, yeah, okay. Um, we got to spend the weekend in California with our friend Amanda and her family. We're super grateful for them taking us in. We had a fun weekend. We got to go to the beach. Like, we left Friday. Mm -hmm. And then on Saturday, we went to the beach. And I'm trying to think if there's anything interesting we saw at the beach.
1: I mean, there was a surf competition. There was a surf on.
0: competition. I tried to get Callista to compete in it, but she said no.
1: Um, I don't find riding a wave appealing and falling flat on my face.
0: I hate sand, and I have a very strong fear of the ocean.
1: Yeah, so I don't think surfing
0: is the right choice for you in sports okay but like you, there's just like so much out there like is it not gross you out like have you seen like the video of the wave and you can sell the seaweed in the wave
1: yeah but that's going to any lake in washington so but there's i mean it's moss though it's different we have kelp
0: yeah um and then sunday we obviously celebrated easter and it came back monday it was odd being away from my family from easter though um my mom would always do like Easter baskets and stuff. Even this year, she and my dad mailed me an Easter basket and they had, okay, you know this like green, it's not green, like the paper things that they put in there, the little tiny pieces. Yeah. They filled my entire Easter basket and the box the size of the toddler with it. There is so much of it. I was like, what am I going to do with all this? And I mom's like, you can use it for packing because we move out in like three weeks. And I'm like, I I don't know what to do with all of this. It's just sitting in a box in my room. She also sent me so much candy and I don't love chocolate. Like I'll have like a Kit Kat every once in a while. So I gave away a lot of my chocolate, but. You're weird, chocolate's amazing. (laughs) a little tacked right now. I don't like chocolate. I don't like chocolate and I don't like peanut butter. Again, you're weird. I really made my mom's life very hard growing up because I don't like, I don't like a lot of things. Like, I don't like chocolate, I don't like peanut butter, I don't like bananas. I don't like bananas. Anymore. I don't like tomatoes, I don't like asparagus. Both those are delicious. Yeah, I gave you my tomatoes to stay off my sandwich.
1: Yeah, those were
0: tuna flavored tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> they were quite disgusting, I didn't finish them. You come from a big family. I only have two brothers, which I always thought I came from a medium-sized family, until you come in and you're like, I have eight sisters. And I'm like, okay. I don't have eight (laughs) sisters. I only have four. (laughs) And so my older brother, my little brother and I, we would all do like an Easter egg hunt and then Andrew always would find things because he was like nine years older and taller. I'm sure he was quite miserable doing it, actually, having to, like, hang out with these, like, two second eight-year-olds. But I always had to be at church, like, super early in the morning because I sang an Easter choir from, like, four till like, last year. I love doing Easter choir, though, but I remember I would always have to be there like super, super early in the morning, but I'd always get good parking. <laughs> and then afterward, we'd have ham with my family, which we didn't have ham in Amanda's house this year, and I'm so thankful because I hate Ham. I Again, joke you're that I, weird. I always joke that I'm kosher, so I don't have ham. <laughs> like on <laughs> on Christmas Day this year, my grandma makes a my grandma made a ham. So my dad and my two brothers and I went over to my grandma and papa's house and my dad picked me up fried chicken at the gas station and I ate gas station fried chicken all the rest of my family ate ham <laughs> Okay i um, As faint as I am my favorite part of Easter is always picking out Easter dress. Like I would always go with my mom every year and we usually go to um is TJ Maxx a chain? Like a, a yeah. Okay, we'd always go to TJ Maxx, and um, I'd always pick out a dress. And I usually would go for white or blue or yellow. I like remember the majority of the Easter dresses I've worn too. What about you close to? Uh,
1: my parents would always give um, me and my sisters summery things mm-hmm. uh, because like three of our birth no four of our birthdays are in the fall and the winter only one of us has a spring birthday so like she would get summer stuff for her birthday but mm-hmm. the rest of us would not get summer things for our winter birthdays <laughs> so i always remember getting a big box of chalk which is really a weird thing to be like a significant like part of my life i
0: love sidewalk
1: <laughs> chalk we would get my mom would find the biggest box she could find and we would go through every single piece by the end of the year like we would by
0: the end of the year we were scraping our fingers trying to draw Do the you chalk. remember and you would scrape your knuckles yeah okay i have like a box of like 64 sidewalk chalk <laughs> and it has like a couple of them have glitter in it and i'll bring it next year and you and i can color a sidewalk chalk okay i'm okay with that i'm also okay with that
1: and then we would always go to my grandma and grandpa's and we would have a huge huge easter egg hunt down in her creek so some eggs may or may not have ended up in the water my uncles may or may not have hid empty boxes but you know it's fine definitely tricked some little kids how many
0: would be in this easter egg hunt
1: well, there would be all the grandkids, which like this year it totaled 24. Well, except I wasn't there, so I guess 23. And I guess the newborn maybe wasn't hunting Easter eggs, but uh, it would be plus a bunch of neighbor kids. So it would be like over 30 people, mm-hmm. over 30 kids hunting in this giant Easter egg hunt. We would have huge tubs and grocery stacks full of eggs that my uncles would hide. Mm-hmm. It was just huge. There was one year. It was I think Easter was early and it snowed a lot that year. And so we weren't able to go down to the creek part because it's like in a valley basically. So my uncles hid the Easter eggs in the snowbank because there was so much snow mm-hmm. from plowing the driveway that we had to find our Easter eggs in the snowbank. <laughs> I was it was fun. A little cold, but you know.
0: Do you, as a big girl, still get to participate? No. Oh.
1: I hide the eggs, though. So I get to participate in making it really hard for the kids. And then you just go and follow the little kids. And if they miss an egg,
0: or you go out a couple hours later, and it's all free game. I feel like I would do something sadistic, like freeze a bunch of eggs and blocks of ice.
1: Um, my uncle's the candy out and put animal poop in
0: eggs ew they grabbed animal poop with like their bare hands no they
1: like scooped it up with eggs like
0: ew i'm like Uh, uh. yeah and then i've missed the
1: last two years of the easter egg hunt which is kind of or easter in general because i've been here which is a little sad but
0: i've made the most out of it this is my first time missing easter with my family Although we almost missed Easter a while ago because even though our spring break here don't line up with it, normally spring break lines up with Easter. And we were flying back from Puerto Rico and we got, or Florida, I can't remember. And we got delayed in Denver because it was snowing and we almost missed Easter. And we like sat up in the airport for like a four to five hour delayed flight. Yeah, that's not fun. Well, I guess we got to talk about politics.
1: I guess
0: you know the point. I guess it's the point of the show.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: let's start on the top news stories of this week.
1: The first news story is down in Texas. They have a new abortion ruling. Uh, we're just going to say a Texas judge because I cannot pronounce his last name. Mm-hmm. My apologies. This judge ruled in favor of the Alliance Defending Freedom, which is a conservative Christian legal advocacy group. The group was asking the judge to reverse the U.S. FDA approval of Mifepristone. No. No.
0: Mifepristone. No.
1: Mifepristone. I don't know. I I literally have how to pronounce it in my notes, but that's not helpful to me. Mifepristone.
0: A.K.A. the abortion
1: pill. Yeah. The Alliance Defending Freedom lawsuit stated the abortion pill is unsafe and the FDA did not study it close enough. Of course, the FDA and the mainstream media, since they do have big pharma in their pockets, say this is not true. It is 100% safe and effective, according to them. The judge is now issuing a nationwide Injunction on the abortion bill. Biden had a response to this ruling. Biden said, My thoughts is it's completely out of bounds what the judge did. And then the press secretary, Karine Jean Pierre, said, We are. a black lady
0: with the bad hair. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I don't like her. <laughs> I, I just. <laughs> not because she's black. As not fellow black women. I don't like her. Not like her because she's. I just think she's stupid. She's not the most intelligent person. Mm-hmm.
1: But, Press Secretary Karine Jean Pierre said, We are prepared for a long legal fight. That is our commitment to women out there. That is our commitment to Americans across the country. She had to be inclusive of the men who can get pregnant. Yes, I just—I she definitely repeated herself in that statement. She's like, actually, hold up, not just women. We got—we got to include
0: everyone because it affects any people who can get pregnant. Someone correct me if I'm wrong. I've been doing a lot of recent research on Dobbs v. Jackson. And basically, one of the things, one of the points of the overruling of v. Wade from C. Jackson is then saying that, it, that the power for, like, the right to an abortion is not in the Constitution, and therefore the decision is supposed to be up to the people in the states. And exactly. so the executive branch does not have power to be like, we're going to make sure that this is completely out of bounds. Like, I guess you could say that.
1: But you don't have the power to overrule this. I really think our leaders in charge currently need to maybe read the Constitution. Do they not
0: understand that the overturning of this made it a state issue and no longer a federal issue?
1: I don't think they do. I think you should go explain that to them.
0: It's like crazy. You should should go write a... Raging email to the president right now. You know what, I'll just, I will get on a plane and I will fly to the White House and I will stamp right in to Kabbalah sitting at the presidential desk (laughs) and I'll say, Madam Vice President, let me tell you something.
1: And you're going to explain exactly what was happening.
0: It's like insane that the most powerful people in our country don't even understand like our basic rights. Exactly.
1: Okay, that was that for that portion, and now we're gonna move on to Washington's supply of abortion pills, which Pacific Northwest. Yeah, this story literally hits home because I am from Washington. (laughs) But this was in response to Texas. Governor Inslee in the state of Washington bought three years worth of the Marcia pill, which is an insane amount. Like, why? I just want to know: Does it expire? I didn't. And at a what lot point? How do you store three years worth of a pill of any sort?
0: There's no way that it doesn't expire.
1: Yeah. So, like, is it going to become less
0: effective? Is it going to become more dangerous? I was going to say, because it's less effective and you're taking that, that could seriously injure you Yeah. Like, not even just the women. Like, obviously. And, like, what's it going to do to the baby? Exactly.
1: They made this statement before the Texas judge finalized the decision of favoring with the Christian group that they did. They claim they knew what Texas was going to do before they did it. I would like to know, how did they just know Texas
0: was going to rule that? Apparently Washington has a mole (laughs) on the inside of this, like, Texas court. I don't know. (laughs) They just said, we know what's going to happen. Some intern is getting paid to, like, sit in that courtroom and is, like, following the judge around and stuff.
1: Yeah. Like, uh, three years equals Thirty thousand doses of the abortion pill.
0: That is a lot. Didn't doses. you say it was something like it would? It was like twenty-eight women a day can have it's, an abortion. Yeah, roughly twenty-eight women a day. Mm-hmm.
1: This supply of abortion pills costs the state. This hurts to say, one million two hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars.
0: I could go to college like
1: five to eight times for that. Yeah, that's a lot of money. The University of Washington kindly contributed an additional 10,000 doses. So the total doses doses of mm-hmm. the abortion pill that Washington now has stockpiled is 40,000 doses, which I did the math for that one as well. Mm-hmm. That's 37 women a day can get an
0: abortion. This is why I wanted you to talk about it, because I can't do math.
1: I normally can't do math, but it was 3 a.m. yesterday, or this morning, and I was like,
0: let's do some math. I just don't understand. Okay, so did the University of Washington also stockpile this, or did they were just like, here's some money, buy some more doses? I'm not exactly sure. Because like, how are they, as a state school, able to distribute that?
1: Exactly. I'm not sure how, because I do know they have like a medical center. So I'm not sure if it was their medical center, because there is a medical center through them, Mm -hmm. but I don't know who gave this
0: additional 20 or 10,000 doses. Like currently, you need a prescription to get a chemical abortion. Mm -hmm. But like this kind of, this could kind of be like they can kind of like slide it to you under the table and stuff. Yeah. Like, it just leaves a lot more room for air.
1: Mm-hmm. Inslee on his Instagram stated, Washington is pro-choice, in case you couldn't tell.
0: Uh, really? I'm perplexed.
1: I, I mean, I really thought it was pro- pro- pro-life. I'm With that 40,000 dosages of... Dosages? <laughs> dosages. Uh-huh. Doses. There you go. Of the abortion bill. <laughs> like... Definitely (laughs) pro-life. Absolutely not. The caption stated, healthcare should be decided by a patient and their doctor, not a judge in Texas.
0: Allison's dying. (laughs) The fact that they call it healthcare, when it's killing people like not like killing people is
1: insane to me that that was my next point let me make it very clear healthcare is not taking a life healthcare is not taking a life it is am i gonna go into a doctor's office and be like hey i have this and they're gonna be like oh okay we're gonna have to kill you no okay
0: so if my child if i have a child and let's say I'm down on hard times. I was working full-time as a manager at McDonald's, and I dropped my phone in the fryer. See, so you're laughing, but you know I would do something like that. <laughs> <You> <laughs> and did, then I- did,
1: did the McDonald's explode? <laughs> because hot oil and a battery did not sound like it would mix. The milk. McDonald's blew up. Okay.
0: And I lost my job. I was fired. Oh, you were also locked (laughs) the whole entire McDonald's. Maybe I got some burns that I need and I had some medical stuff. and then I'm really struggling to take care of my child now because I got medical expenses. I'm looking for a new job and then I need to feed my kid. Mm -hmm. Is it healthcare for me to be like, their life would be so much better without me being their mother? And then I just shot him in the head because that's the reasoning. Exactly. That's the pro-choice people use.
1: And, no, that's not, then you would be charged with murder. Yes. Like, born
0: and neglect and all that stuff. But when they're in the womb, apparently it's healthcare. My body, my choice, I guess. Exactly. Expanding on the
1: ruling in Texas, other states sued in order to expand access to the abortion pill. Instead of suing, Washington's Judge Rice, who is A Spokane-based judge, we're just not gonna, yeah, he's real great. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Block the FDA from making changes to the accessibility of the drug in the state that that has sued. So any state that has sued, they're not allowed to make changes. I'm not exactly sure how he has the right over other states.
0: once again, does not seem like a power that they have according to the Constitution.
1: Like if they said they blocked it in Washington, but like still, I I don't know much about how law works and judges, but I don't think that's right. That's not, I don't, I I don't think that's right. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think so. I don't. This is likely to lead to a battle between Texas and Washington and then Possibly other states. As I, I know
0: that. So. Also, put countries on her things. So apparently, we're gonna go to war with, with like Canada over this. I mean, you are like right there. Yeah, you do call me Canada, Jason. You're Canada because sometimes you speak like a Canadian.
1: Before moving on to our next news story, I just wanted to let you know: two episodes from now, we are doing an episode on chemical abortion.
0: Yeah, we're going to be doing a deep dive on what chemical abortion is, the dangers of it, like, the dangers of it, how people are getting their hands on it, and kind of like the future of it, and probably talking, like, obviously, since the FDA is pushing this, we're also going to be talking a lot about some of the stories following up on the Texas thing and see if any other states come out against it, which I guarantee will happen. I'm sure California,
1: yeah, Oregon...
0: Um, Illinois, New Illinois. Illinois has already. They were one of the states that
1: sued, I believe, and I think New York was. I Maryland. surprisingly, Oregon and California were not on the list that I saw because there's like 17 states that came out mm-hmm. already
0: and are fighting it. Well, we'll see. Oregon's always kind of late to things because we kind of just fall in the lead of California. Yeah. Really, California made mask mandates. We're totally going to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah all right let's talk about Ukraine um I feel like the story was like all over everyone's feed or no idea this no one had any idea this was happening
1: I had no clue until you brought it up wait really (laughs) Really? (laughs) I was so confused when you were like we should
0: do this as our news story I was like okay Okay, because it got covered for like 24 hours and it was completely gone. Yeah. So um, this is a quote coming from a New York Times article claiming that classified war documents detailing secret American and NATO plans for building up the Ukrainian military ahead of a planned offensive against Russian troops. were posted this week on social media channels. Now, if you have little to no understanding of what I just said, I also have little to no understanding of what I just said, but basically, um, it just someone leaked plans regarding Ukraine and like some like war strategies and stuff. But I don't like defensive war strategies and stuff. But there was no attack plans that were leaked. Um, The Pentagon is launching an investigation to find who's behind leaked documents um, because they were posted all over Twitter as well as a platform called telegram and i believe that twitter may be blocked in russia but telegram is not blocked in russia so that's the importance of it um in an article from the npr they said that the documents included maps of ukraine and charts on where troops are concentrated and what kinds of weapons are available to them the online posts show photos of physical documents that were folded increased in some instances on this labeled top secret and is titled status of the conflict as of the first march It gives a detailed battlefield summary on that, particular day, though it's not clear why the documents are emerging now, more than a month after they were prepared. Um, When this story first dropped, which I feel like I heard about it like maybe 12 hours after it dropped, um, I believe the New York Times got their hands on it first, which like, if you think about it, like the New York Times dropping their hands on it first, the way it dropped the Pentagon investigation, it obviously brings you back to, like, the original Pentagon Papers. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever studied the Pentagon Papers. A little bit. Um, I, I had to write, like, three essays on them. So, uh, <laughs> the studied Pentagon Papers. But, like, a lot of people believe that we shouldn't have been involved in the war back then and were, like, rightfully outraged when they found out the government was, like, willingly sacrificing soldiers in a war they knew they could never win. But no mm-hmm. president would to be responsible for this. I feel like this is, like, the current upheaval surrounding the sheer amount of money that we're sending to Ukraine is the same thing. The Department of Defense says that the Biden um, administration has authorized more than $30 billion worth of gear to be sent to Ukraine. $30 billion. And I'm not saying that I don't stand with Ukraine. Like, I love Ukraine. I come from a church with a lot of Ukrainian people. But I'm saying that $30 is excessive.
1: I'm just am saying that we're not the only country that has given money. He and I gave money to them, and I think there's been a couple other. I'm like,
0: at what point? Where is this money going? Yeah, and like, it's not a million, it's billion. billion. And like, I think the money that goes to Ukraine should be like up to people, like charitable donations in churches, mm-hmm. and it shouldn't be coming out of our tax dollars. Like, we should be using thirty billion to fix the other issues that we have in our country. Like, like maybe let's take care of the mental health em- epidemic that's literally taking the lives of thousands of teenagers, which was caused by the previous, by the current and like the last half of the previous administration mm-hmm. with locking us in our houses for three years. Or maybe we could do something to fix the fentanyl crisis that is like the grim reaper of college campuses. Yeah. I mean, how many people, like how many people did it kill at like ASU this year? And like, how are you, like what are we expecting of the summer? And like, uh, it's just making everything so increasingly unsafe as well as the um, as well as the human trafficking issues and like everything going on with that. It's just so overwhelmingly frustrating to like it's so overwhelmingly frustrating and the fact that we're sending thirty billion dollars worth of stuff to them is ridiculous when we can be fixing our own issues. Mm-hmm. I'll do, like, a follow-up on the investigation if more comes out about it in, like, a week or two. But if you want to read more about, like, what was actually in the documents, the New York Times, I believe, was originally the ones who posted it. So I linked the article that I read from there down below, as well as the NPR article, which does, like, a basic breakdown of it, and you can listen to it. I prefer listening to NPR because... They explain it in little kid language for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now on to possibly my favorite woman of the moment, Riley Gaines.
1: Riley Gaines. Is-
0: I have such a girl crush of Riley Gaines. <laughs> I have been like her number one fan for like a year and a half now. And she's like finally getting the recognition she deserves. Yeah.
1: Like at first she was kind of just there. Like we knew after all the Leah Thomas stuff, that she was one of the swimmers that was involved, but no one really talked about it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But like now I've seen her being outspoken.
0: I'd seen her in a couple interviews. Um, and then I'd seen her the video of her speaking in was it Pennsylvania where they were passing the bill against to for transgenders in women's sports. I
1: believe so.
0: And she was advocating against it and Mm -hmm. she had that speech which literally made me cry. It was so good. Like I actually got emotional about it and then I actually have a funny story. I feel like you've heard this story.
1: I think maybe.
0: You posted something about it on oh, your yes, story. yes, I do And know then it. I also reposted something about it on my story. And then my friend's boyfriend saw that and called me a bigot. And, like, got mad at me over it. And I almost caused her breakup <laughs> over it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Which I think is unfair. Yeah,
1: I don't think that should be the reason... It shouldn't be because of their friend. Like,
0: yeah. No, I think it's unfair they called me a bigot over that. that, that called too. me a bigot over whatever you want. But.
1: That, yeah.
0: Yeah. I just thought it that was funny. funny.
1: But Riley Gaines was recently speaking at San Francisco State University.
0: Of course it was San Francisco.
1: Yes, it was San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And she was cornered and assaulted by a group of trans right activists and get this school claimed it was one hundred percent peaceful. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. mm mm-hmm. She was calling for the NCAA to stop discriminating against female athletes by allowing trans people to compete, trans men to compete in female athletics. Yes.
1: Gaines said she was punched twice by a transgender woman and then she was forced to barricade for hours in the classroom. She actually missed her flight because she was stuck in the classroom and they like turned the lights off and cornered her and were chanting trans rights are human rights the school after the fact
0: the who was it was it the president of the university or is it the dean of students
1: it was the vice president of student affairs and enrollment management mm-hmm. emailed the students thanking them for taking part in the event she goes on to say it took it took tremendous bravery to stand in A challenging space, Moore wrote, which is the uh, vice president. I am proud of the moments where we listened and asked insightful questions. Hmm. And then this is where it gets real good. She goes, I'm also proud of the moments when our students demonstrated the value of free speech and the right to protest peacefully. I, I don't think... Yelling in someone's face, cornering them in a classroom, making them assaulting physically them. assaulting them, and making them miss their flight is peacefully protesting. And the thing
0: is, like all okay, this is barely covered by mm. the left outlets, and then all the ones that covered are accused her lie. Like what happened to believe all women? Exactly. Like yeah, I
1: was looking for articles, and this is a New York Post article that was saying it, but. Like, some of them were like, yeah, she's just making it up.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I was like, why? I don't think someone who was literally punched is going to make it up when they were literally cornered. Mm-hmm. But they claim the video doesn't show her being assaulted, so that's why she wasn't actually assaulted. I was like, just because it's not on camera? Mm-hmm. Okay. And after Gaines was... Tweeted very angrily. Oh I I mean. She goes, I'm sorry, did they just say peaceful? I was assaulted. I was escorted and held for I think it's supposed to be ransom.
0: But they put random. But they put random.
1: Or she put random. Which I mean if you're angry, you're, you're gonna just, just type whatever. Just sit in the
0: airport just furiously typing away as I would yeah. be too.
1: Like she missed her flight and overall we just Stand with her.
0: Oh, a hundred percent. Okay, for what? Even if she looked like a dog, she, I would still stand with her, but she is gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> she's gorgeous. Like I've seen these pictures of the post and she's gorgeous. I'm obviously the post will be linked below in our list of resources. Check her out. You're like, she's really pretty. And who? She's like been so outspoken and like is taking action. Like I hate people who just are like, we need to talk about this, we need to talk about this, but like never do anything to stand up for what they're mm-hmm. believing. She's taking action. She's going before Congress. She's doing all these things. Well, I guess her state Congress, but still. She's doing all these things to like speak out and bring awareness to this, and she's causing upheaval, so people are getting upset and they're defending them because it's starting at the college and high school level, and it's only going to go down from here. And like this mm-hmm. came up, such a good time after what we talked about yesterday, or last week, last week and I I don't know why I said yesterday and it's like I like I just like she's like such an inspiration to me like I just makes you are me,
1: very speechless over there I am like speechless
0: like she's such an inspiration to me I love her so much and I I
1: it just makes me happy to see one of the at least one of the woman, women. Women. One of the women that swam against Leah Thomas speaking out. Mm-hmm. Like, unfortunately, there needs to be more. But Riley Gaines is a good start because she is a fighter.
0: Mm-hmm. International woman of courage. That's an example of that. Fun.
1: That is not not whatever.
0: Not whatever. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: Anything else on her? Uh, she did say. She has no problem with peaceful protests. Mm-hmm. She actually encourages like people coming in and having an open conversation, but it's when it gets out of hand, like it did at San Francisco State University, that's when she draws the line, obviously. That's true. I mean, that's eight. She did mention to uh, the school, she goes, we must have a different definition of peaceful. Apparently. You know what?
0: You know where they took their definition from? I know. Summer of love. Yes. Summer of love. I said, this is lovely. Peace. Peace.
1: <laughs> you know, burning cities down, assaulting random strangers, assaulting Riley Gaines. All sounds the same.
0: All sounds the same. Honestly.
1: That is everything on her. She's just an amazing
0: woman. She's also speaking at Training Point USA is having Young Women's Leadership Summit in Dallas this year. And she's speaking there. And closer and I were originally weren't gonna go, and then they announced that she's speaking here this week. And now the both of us are like, we have to go. <laughs> yeah,
1: I just have to go to Florida
0: though. Yeah. So I need money. So. yeah. yeah. But it wants to crowdfund us going to <laughs> Dallas to meet Riley Gaines.
1: I mean, we found flights that we would be together.
0: Yeah, Even like, we're, we're coming from two, two separate cities. cities. We found two flights that would have us together on um, the, like, it was so, <laughs> she had a lay over in Portland. And then we would get on the same flight to go to Dallas together. But, yeah, I got a flight to Florida for a wedding, so. Mm.
1: Unfortunate.
0: We'll just put some stamps on our head and mail ourselves there.
1: I did learn that they did that with kids years Well, like, I don't know when it was, but I was reading a history book and they would stamp, it would cost $3 to send a kid across the country. And they would, like, stay with the postman.
0: I'd be down for that. Deliver some packages <laughs> along the way. As long as we stop for like McDonald's every once in a while, I'm all good. Yeah. All right. On to our main topic of the week. We chose this because obviously Easter and Holy Week were the last week. And, um,. I think a lot of the stories that we're talking about aren't particularly, like, super relevant right now, Mm -hmm. but I assume, with summer coming up, and a whole bunch of, like, it's concert season, these will definitely come up again, but we're talking about kind of the stigma against Christians and all denominations of that in, um, both, like, the media and movies and, like, TV shows, I guess pop culture in general, um, like, Christianity, including all its denominations, is the most popular religion in the entire world. Worldpopulationreview.com claims that 85% of the world's people identify with a religion, and out of that 85%, 2.38 billion are estimated to be Christian. In the United States alone, there are estimated to be over 24,300 million. Um, Christians, the majority of our nation's major holidays stem from Christianity, and our school system's breaks completely revolve around them as well. Despite all of that, actual members of the religion are often mocked and treated out without any resemblance or respect by the media. That's why we're titling this segment Hollywood Hates Christians.
1: Overall in Hollywood, like uh, Christian symbols are being taken and used in disturbing ways, like extremely
0: disturbing ways Mm -hmm. i don't know why i was going with that i mean like (laughs) to give like a few examples like i just remember these ones off the top of my head um do you remember sam smith's song unholy it was like super popular last summer Mm -hmm. um well like it was with him and kim petrus and let me tell you i used to like sam smith i liked um the one song about getting cheated on I don't know why you're asking me because
1: I pretty much only listen to Country Music.
0: I, I don't name. think
1: I could name a single Sam Smith song, to be honest, other than
0: Unholy and Only Because of This. I know I'm not the only one. That's his song. Sounds good. Okay, I'm going to make you listen to Adidas. Um <laughs> Unholy, and they, like, performed at the Grammys, mm-hmm. and Unholy already was... not a great song song. and then both of them wore these like blood red costumes and it was like like i can only describe it as like satanic sam smith all right (laughs) um they perform like even the original music video that they performed in was like I mean, it has like a lot had a lot of satanic connotations. Like it was all these. I think they were supposed to be like burlesque dancers, and they were like twerking all over him, like dresses, Satan. It was yeah, like even now I can see you giving yeah. the heebie-jeebies. No. And then like that, and then I think of Addison Rae, who's like a I don't know one for the older people in the audience. Um, she's a very famous TikTok star. And she wore a bikini. I don't know if you've actually seen this. There you go. Um, and it was like the Holy Trinity bikini. And so it said on her, like on the top, it said Father said, and then like right at the bikini, line it said Holy Spirit. And she got a lot of backlash for that, which she should have because, yes. oh my gosh, that's so offensive. And then I'm sure you heard about this: the Will Nas at Satan shoes. Mm-hmm. Which were full filled with, I believe, real human blood. Yes, filled with real human blood. Black, just wearing black shoes, but like <laughs> black shoes and satanic markings on all of them. Mm-hmm. And then it was for his song, "Call Me Mont," and the name was like Montero. I think that's what it was called. Yeah, and Montanero. That's what it was. And and um. The entire music video has him, once again, I don't know what these are people's obsession on, like he literally gives a lap dance to the devil. And this article from NBC is like hands down the most offensive article I've ever read in my entire life. I was telling you this as I was doing the research. So in his response, he says, Montero, probably by name, has been interpreted by its Christian critics as a wholesale attack on Christianity and derided one pastor in particular as a bunch of devil-worshiping, wicked nonsense, which it is. And Lil Nas X response has been, to um, troll the haters and human courage, condemning Christians to stay mad. Um, he said, I spent my entire life, uh, I spent my entire teenage years hating myself because of the, mm, y'all preached what happened to me because I was gay, so I hope you're mad, stay mad, feel the anger you teach us to have towards ourselves. And... Um, he says that, um, as the son of the gay, a gay son of the black church, he says that the real devil, Little well is his back is one familiar to many LGBTQ folks reared in conservative Christianity, being t- told who you are, being told that who you are is a sin. I'm sorry, that sounds like nonsense, but he, like, talks about how... I mean, he basically says that Christians are the evil ones because they are basically going off what the Bible tells them to. Mm -hmm. And it's saying that we're the evil ones because he doesn't, he feels that like, I don't know, he's being oppressed by the Christians. And like, oh, this this paragraph just makes me so mad. so in the musical, in the, in the music video, he does like this long slide down like a sugar pole and it's supposed to be his descent into hell. Um, and in the various Christian tradition, traditions teach that Jesus too descended into hell onto Saturday after his Friday night resurrection where the rescued lost. Friday night
1: crucifixion.
0: Did I say Friday night resurrection? <laughs> yes, you did. Styles all over again. Friday Night Crucifixion, where he rescued lost souls from the devil's grasp. Um, Wilma's ex-pole dance would not be the first. Um, and so then he, like, danced down the pole and then ends up just, like, giving a lap dance to the devil. And then the worst part of this article is that they how quote— do you get, How do you get worse, than They quote an actual pastor— an actual queer pastor who says that everything that Lil Nas X is doing is actually fine and says that like he, that, where is this quote from? He says, my man, so the pastor says on Twitter that my man started in the garden with the temptation and entrapment stories of Eve slash Lilith and moved to a Greek European style chamber of judgment and condemnation and had an execution by someone actually throwing a stone at him and had a fallen descent to hell and my man's defeating the devil. The sequence of temptation, judgment, execution, and confrontation with the devil also parallels the events in the life of Jesus.
1: Just just to make it clear, us on him, us on, us on him. (laughs) I was going to say us on humans us humans on earth are not God. We're not Jesus. Mm-hmm.
0: So, him saying that, well, um, him comparing little boss X to Jesus, who came to this planet, Earth, obviously. <laughs> he came to this planet and lived without sin, mm-hmm. and then died for our sins, spent three days in the hell, resurrected, and then is coming back someday. Exactly. It's will my sex, exactly the same. Exactly. You know, yeah. he's definitely gonna come back. But it adds on to your point that like they're like these three examples are them using um using like are using these elements of a religion and then twisting it in their own demonic ways. Mm-hmm. Our country was formed as one nation united under God. Like, our country was formed with Christian fundamentals, mm-hmm. and that's something the media is saying is evil. They're trying to take away from us, they're calling us racist because they're formed with, like, because you're funny, like, our country's origins are being stamped down by this elite 1% because, mm-hmm. like, that's what the devil wants.
1: Exactly.
0: And,. Like all of this, I I have to bring it back to Dylan Mulvaney. I can't get away from Dylan baby. Okay, every time you've opened your phone this entire day, you've always had an no Mulvaney on your screen.
1: Entire day, entire week, <laughs>
0: entire month. They're haunting you. They know. Yeah, I think Dylan's out to mm-hmm. me. But like, it's like we're being mocked when we're the backbone of the country. I'm not mm-hmm. saying that. No, I'm saying women are the backbone of the country. And so we're being mocked when we're the backbone of the country. Like the sheer amount of hypocrisy that comes from it when they're treating like any other, I guess, marginalized communities, such as Muslims, LGBTQ, minorities,
1: mm-hmm.
0: like anyone, are like puts this like untouchable level. And then like we get treated with absolutely no respect. The Bible has been the Bible and Christians and Christianity and all of this have been attacked again and again in every single generation in different ways. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And so even though this is a way that we haven't seen before, it doesn't mean that it's necessarily something new. So I would say like just make sure you're standing strong in your faith and your understanding when it's the devil that is prompting you to like I guess when it's the devil that it's attack and like you're understanding that we're supposed to be living in the world, but not of the world, because this exactly. is not our forever home. Do you have anything else to say from, like, a different perspective? Because I grew up as Christian. I come from Assemblies of God Church, but you grew up as Catholic.
1: I think, like, yeah, overall, like, all this stuff is being, like, a mockery on all religions in any sort of Christianity. Mm-hmm. And it's just... Sometimes it hurts to watch. It's it like, is. You watch it and you're like, "I grew up learning this from like my perspective, and they're taking it and using, replacing themselves mm-hmm. or replacing
0: God with themselves, which like, is a sin." Exactly. It's I. It's like idol worship, which that's what the Jews got. Mm-hmm. Stranger than the desert for.
1: Thou shall not have false gods before me. One of the Ten Commandments.
0: Um. Like even like the head of the Catholic Church right now, Pope Pope
1: Francis.
0: I was gonna say Eugene, so Francis is good. <laughs> See, I thought the last one was Francis. No, the current
1: one's Francis. She the wasn't... last one was Benedict.
0: We Benedict, Benedict the Sixteenth. We something. liked Benedict, right? Yeah. He's the first Pope to ever retire. Yeah.
1: Benedict was better than Pope Francis. Yeah. My
0: grandma liked Benedict. I remember that. Okay, Pope <laughs> Francis. Um is saying like he just, like, they put out, like, an entire documentary where he was, like, sitting down with, like, members of the LGBTQIA community and was, like, talking about, like, how he was, like, okay with, like, masturbation and all that type of stuff. And I was like, we come on. Yeah. You're the head of the Catholic Church.
1: Yeah, I don't like him. Mm-hmm. There's always been, like, anti-Popes through history, the history of the Catholic Church, like, that Jesus said to, like, strengthen the community, like the or the Catholic community, and I have a very strong belief that Pope Francis
0: is one of those. Well, he's pro abortion,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and like Catholics are the most anti like the most pro life, um, let's say like the pro life denomination of Christianity there is. I mean, you guys are mm-hmm. anti birth control,
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah. It's sad. Yeah, like whenever you turn on the TV,
1: you have to like watch, like I have little sisters and it's like, mm-hmm. we can't leave the TV on even a commercial anymore. hmm Like, in, or cartoons, like they've taken cartoons too, mm-hmm. but like, you can't just sit them in front of a TV anymore. It's just sad. Well, now I'm sad. I well, do cry. What? I said, don't cry.
0: Please, <laughs> we need to end this on like, some hopeful words.
1: I mean, Jesus is coming back at some point. Jesus is
0: coming back at some point.
1: We're not, we're not God, but we were here to spread His word, mm-hmm. to live by His faith, by His commandments, in His image and likeness. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah,
0: yeah. All right. Let's wrap this up with some fun pop culture of the week. Okay. Um, update on the Prince Harry story. Um, if you don't remember, Prince not Harry, Harry Styles, not Harry Styles, <laughs> Elton John, and several other notable British celebrities are suing the Mirror Group newspaper and associated newspapers over breach privacy and phone hacking allegations. About the Prince Harry thing, I've had four separate people who listen to the podcast go, not Harry Styles. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you know, we just...
0: It's such a small moment, and then I feel like I went back, adjusted it, and then we kept going, but apparently it's... Yeah, okay. Uh, the trial is beginning on May 9th, which and will happen to be three days after Charles and Camelia's coronation oh. in expected to last six to seven weeks. Now, from where I read the story from, it was from people, but all the other ones are saying the same thing. They said that there's speculation that Harry and Meghan might not even be attending Camilla and Carl's coronation.
1: Oh, that's some
0: juicy. It is some juicy tea. <laughs> some real juicy tea. That's some really juicy tea, dude. That's his dad. Exactly. That, like, I understand that. Like his book Spare, which is the name of his memoir, is called that because that's the nickname his dad gave to him when he was born. Exactly. That's a little it's a little funny. It's a little bit, but also it's a little, so little sad. Up. <laughs> I messed up. Mm-hmm. Okay, so obviously we all remember that the queen died. Queen Elizabeth II? She was the second, right? Eh? Because Queen Elizabeth I was Shakespearean era.
1: Yeah, I believe she was. First. Well, I
0: guess vice versa, but okay. Yeah, no. um, <laughs> queen Elizabeth II died in October? Uh, yes. Yeah, it's Queen Elizabeth II. Yeah. Okay, so Queen Elizabeth II died in October. I remember, like, I feel like it's kind of like our 9 11 where we remember where we were when it happened, because, like, both of us were young for 9
1: 11. Mm -hmm. And uh, Both of us weren't born for 9-11. <laughs> well,
0: that's what I mean. We we're, were too young. Too young, you know. Which is kind of funny because my little, my older brother was supposed to go to a baseball game that day with my dad. <laughs> and the baseball game got canceled. He says he remembers being so upset about this baseball game and he didn't know what was going on.
1: She died September 8th, not October. Really?
0: Was, okay, we were like two weeks in school. And so I had my class before... I had two classes at morning, mm-hmm. and my morning class didn't to have phones. And so I just remember looking at it, and it said, Queen Elizabeth, sick, like, at like 9 a.m. Yeah. Turn off the phone, put it in the backpack. We go through the class, we don't have our computers that day. I go to my next class, which is next door. I open my phone, Queen Elizabeth, dead. <laughs> <laughs> and it's my government class. And so like literally we come in, and my teacher was riding her bike like literally, it it drops so fast in between that time that my teacher was riding her when the queen was still presumed alive. Uh-huh. Riding, she was riding her bike from the Grove parking garage to our um, to our building. It was in the Cathedral Rock building. Uh-huh. So that's like a quarter mile. Yeah, a quarter mile, and she gets. To she walks in the door and we're all like the queen died and she's
1: like she's like the queen was just alive. I I was talking to my mom on the phone I think because like that day I had just a seven a.m. so I was done with classes mm-hmm. real early mm-hmm. and we both were like the queen
0: died. I thought it was a joke. I really thought it was a joke. <laughs> I was like the queen died. We
1: we were both like. We thought the Queen was like gonna live forever. Like mm-hmm. we know she wasn't, but like it, it just felt like
0: mm-hmm. she was gonna
1: just keep going because she's been sick in the past and she or she had been sick in the past and she just pushed through and
0: we were like, Oh. Queen's on like four different wars. She met so many different presidents. <laughs> different. And like I'm pretty sure like everyone was joking that she was trying to outlive Charles. I'm sure Charles never thought he was gonna see this day. Exactly. The Queen dies and he goes, You're joking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like, obviously, it would have been nice to see Diana as queen, mm-hmm. but it's it, like it's interesting that this is going to be the first, like, the second ruler of our lifetime. Exactly. Like, our parents have never seen another ruler. Mm-hmm. Our grandparents have never seen another ruler. Our great grandparents were the last ones to have seen a different ruler. Yeah, and that's insane. Mm-hmm. And like now, when our kids are going to be like. You were, like, you were, what, like, 20 and, like, 19 when Queen Elizabeth was alive. I'm like, yes, don't make me feel old. Yeah. I mean,
1: technically, I was still Mm 19.
0: I did go home to rewatch The Crown that day. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. I did not. Have you seen The Crown? No. I think you would love it. (laughs) Maybe we'll watch watch The Crown together. Okay. Anyways, those are my concluding thoughts on it. Um... In May, we'll bring up the coronation and if they actually attend and stuff. Because I like I like like British news just because it doesn't really affect us that much, <laughs> and it's kind of funny, especially with all the little drama that goes on in the royal family. <laughs> yeah. When I was trolling the internet for like pop culture news this week, I came across the headline of our next story. And like, I had completely forgotten this girl if ever existed, and then I got like pissed off all over again to quite possibly the worst deal in history. And I assume I, you know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about Brittany Griner, who, if you don't remember, we traded for the Merchant of Death. Yeah.
1: And- the World's best trade, obviously.
0: First thought, obviously, I forgot this world existed. <laughs> Second thought, Oh my gosh, is she the tallest woman I've ever seen in my entire life? I literally she, mentioned She she is
1: actually six
0: seven. Oh I was like sitting in the room Lea with Calista. That's where we were thought she was six yeah. seven. Wait, it's like three in the morning. I'm sitting in the room with Calista and I go, She's she's the tallest woman I've ever seen in my life. And then I thought we were being Leah Thomas again. And then she looked it up and she was actually like six seven. She's like towering over her wife. It was really funny. Well her ex wife. Ex wife. I was literally like, I didn't know that women came that tall. I didn't either. Apparently. But Brittany Griner will be publishing her second memoir. So she actually has a memoir that she wrote in, I think, 2014. It was called In My Skin, My Life On and Off the Basketball Court. And she kind of just complains about being a black person playing basketball, even though she's a black person playing basketball. (laughs) Um, um, this time she'll be detailing the time that she was held in a Russian prison for the past year, which I didn't know she was in, all, in there only for a year. There's people in there who have been there since like 2014.
1: Yeah, there were actual like military people that are still
0: overseas and they instead decided to trade for her. Yeah, in an article for. From- CNN, she says that by writing this book, I also hope to raise awareness surrounding other Americans wrongfully detained abroad.
1: She knew that she was not allowed to carry
0: marijuana, marijuana
1: in Russia, yet she had it. Mm-hmm. So technically I
0: don't think she was wrongfully detained. I don't think, like, hear me out. I don't think she should have been detained. No. But I t- mm-hmm. it's a noble cause. Mm -hmm. But, like, we all know that it, like, leaves a bad taste in our mouth that someone who was, like, so outspokenly anti-America is out as well as a merchant of death when there are proud American citizens who have been held in there since, like, 2018. Exactly. Um, It just, like, makes me so frustrated. Mm -hmm. I remember when this also dropped last, um, in the fall of this last year, And I was very much, like, quick to be like, hey, I know that we don't want her, but it's good that we're getting someone. And, like, I still stand by that, but it's still a bad deal.
1: I think, yeah, I'm, like, obviously glad we got an American citizen back. But I don't think it was the right choice. Also, they should not have gotten the Merchant of
0: Death. death It was a bad choice, but I am glad that she's free. Thanks for listening to this episode. I don't want to talk about politics. Check us out on Instagram at IWTAP underscore podcast. Also check out our personal Instagrams, Allie.Joy173 and... Callista J
1: 1776 My name is spelled C-A-L-I-S-T-A and then J-A-Y. I thought you were
0: spelling it for me. I'm like, I spelled that right.
1: <laughs> uh, well, I know you spell they right, but my my name's not the easiest to spell.
0: We got um, smoothie bowls today and they said Close's name wrong and I almost died laughing. <laughs> um, if you wanna leave any comments or feedback or just feel like yelling at us, you can leave us a voice message and it'll maybe be featured on an episode. You'll do that at podcasters.spotify.com, slash pod, slash show, slash IW, tap. And I know it's a lot. It is also in our Instagram bio, so just check it out there. Lista, well, so what are we talking about next week?
1: Next week, we're going to be talking about the rights perspective on the environment and how both sides could possibly find a middle ground to save our planet. That's in honor insane. of
0: Earth Day. In honor of Earth Day, which is my second favorite holiday. Um, well, I guess thanks for listening. I'll see you next week. Future Alice here right at the end. Um, I just this part didn't like fit in totally with the episode, but I went and added it later. While we were talking at some point, apparently there was a bug on my shoulder and cliff still wiped off and I had a little freak out and we both thought it was really funny. So I'm just gonna add it here at the end. It's a little loud, so warning for headphone users. And like, even the original music video is like super full of, um... there may or may not have been a bug on Oh my gosh! I got it. (laughs) There was a bug on you! Oh my gosh, what
1: was it? Just a little gnat. Oh
0: my gosh, oh you!
1: No. I saved you. You're good.
0: Okay. I'm gonna have to listen to that later when I edit it. If it's not too loud, I might keep it in. <laughs>